What a joy and a pleasure it is to come to you each and every day, trying to share with you my perspective on God's Word and what I believe God is urging you as members of the church or you as a believer to do on His behalf. Today's message will be a little strong. It's from 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 10 to 18. And this is Paul in his first letter to the church at Corinth and really stressing what he feels in his heart. And the title of this of this devotional, this cafe, is Where Two or Three Are Gathered, There Might Be Trouble. I'm Pastor Adwalber. They're so glad you could join us. Let's hear now the word of God. Verse 10. Now I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you be in agreement and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be united in the same mind and the same purpose. For it has been reported to me by Chloe's people that there are quarrels among you, my brothers and sisters. What I mean is that each of you says, I belong to Paul, or I belong to Apollos, or I belong to Cephas, or I belong to Christ. Has Christ been divided? Was Paul crucified for you, or were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God that I baptized none of you except Crispus and Gaius, so that no one can say that you were baptized in my name. I did baptize also the household of Stephanus. Beyond that, I do not know whether I baptized anyone else. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to proclaim the gospel, and not with eloquent wisdom, so that the cross of Christ might not be emptied of its power. For the message about the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. May the unlimited grace of God fall afresh on you and yours today, dear listener, is my prayer. I pray that that which has troubled your life be lifted in the name of Jesus as we enter this time of worship and devotion. Focus on Christ. Listen for Christ. And be ready to do what Christ may ask of you during this worship time together. I pray especially God's voice would direct you into life-affirming and life-giving words. I was a superintendent for seven years of the Coastal Bend District. Originally, for the first three or so years, it was the Corpus Christi District, then the name changed during unification. I enjoyed my job as superintendent. I was ready to be a superintendent, and I believe God used Nellie and I to <clears throat> superintend uh, that area. But as a superintendent, I sometimes said from experience, Jesus said where two or three are gathered, there might be trouble. It was a joke, and most people knew that, but some would say, didn't he say in my name? Yes, he did. But that also means where two or three people gather, not in Jesus' name, anything might happen. Think parking lot meeting after uh, another meeting including things God might not approve of, or maybe the church council did not approve of. Anyway, I'm going off in tangents. Here's the situation. Ladies and gentlemen, the church is a spiritual organization. It is a supernatural organization. And as such, it has a supernatural enemy who deploys all at his disposal to come against the church. Now, if you're thinking, well, I don't believe in the devil or I don't believe in a Satan, well, good luck with that. Because you will discover more sooner than later 
that uh, the more we do for God, the more the enemy will come against us. Paul wrote, and you will experience this if you don't believe it right now, and this is found in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, the case before Paul in this passage that we read seems innocent enough, people arguing with each other about their baptisms and their baptizers. They took sides, and uh, <clears throat> I'm finding errors in the uh, uh, written devotional. I'm correcting those, so I, I'm sorry about that. But they were saying, well, you know, my baptizer is more important than yours. And it amounted to them saying that the baptizers were more important than God. Some says, I belong to Paul. Others, I belong to Apollos. Some said, I belong to Cephas, which is uh, Peter's name. Or I belong to Christ. And here is where Paul begins to stress what he has stressed from the beginning, that the church belongs to God. The church was of God and is of God. And to detract from that main point was to further allow Satan to come in and wreak further havoc. Paul's main focus on the church was, quote, to proclaim the gospel so that the cross of Christ might not be emptied of its power. Did you know that there is power in the cross of Jesus? Amen, there sure is. And here the apostle drives home the point we all know in treasure. Quote again, for the message about the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. You ever had people laugh at you for your faith? Well, you haven't been listening close enough. But Paul said, but those, but to those who are being saved, it is the power of God. My dear friends, we should never lose sight of the main purpose of the church, and that is to save the perishing by offering the cross of Christ. We are seeing the modern church very much in distress due to distractions. Our numbers in all areas have been falling since about 1968, and until we stop and refocus ourselves on the cross of Christ, we will continue downward. Finances, worship attendance, membership, confirmations, outreach ministries. Now, I don't mean this devotional to be depressing, brother or sister, yet what we face as a church is very important. We're almost to the point of screaming, <laughs> and I know some already are. But what we need, listen, listen carefully, what we need are the outrageous characters of Christ, like the Apostle Paul. In my podcast this morning, pimplesandwrinkles.org, and those are three words spelled out um, together, and the devotional is called Look in the Mirror First. I mentioned how Paul accomplished what he did because he was outrageous. He feared no one or anything. He feared only God. And he feared failing him and his commission to make disciples. In the same way, brother or sister, we too should fear God. And we must do something to reach the world for Jesus Christ. And it can start maybe in your own home. Let's pray. Loving God, we want to be courageous and outrageous characters like Paul. Empower us, embolden us, and deploy us, even if it is with the person sitting right next to us. Maybe it's someone across the street.
someone across the aisle, someone across the church. This we pray in Christ Jesus' strong name. Amen. Have a great and blessed day in the Lord, dear brother or sister. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for reading. And I pray you would be outrageous today in sharing Jesus. Receive my blessings of love and peace. I'm Pastor at Ivy Road. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.